Welcome back to another episode of the Lifestyle Regulars podcast, bringing you some more extra large opinions from regular sized dudes. Back in the basement this week, how's everyone doing? Very good. Pretty good. Yeah? yeah. What'd you guys get up to this weekend? Uh, well, actually, today I just started researching about whiskey. Um, so, Scottish, Irish, Japanese, American, Canadian, Australian, all these types of whiskeys, and I've always wanted to kind of um, learn about it. The differences, different brands. So that's what I've been doing. So, so Leo, being Japanese, did you have like a preference to the Japanese whiskies? Uh, yes and no. So I like the different tastes in Japanese whiskey, but I feel like sometimes they're not characteristic enough. Right. So a lot of um, the Irish ones and the Scotch Speyside whiskies, yeah. they have a bit more um, forward and... Yeah. Yeah, the spokiness. I really like that. Mm. All right. What about you, Ian? What did you do this weekend? Wait, on Leo's topic, yeah. I just can't help but think it's like a really masculine topic. Oh, the whiskey? So, yeah, to you explore. Yeah. The, That's the, I couldn't get that out of my head as you're talking about whiskeys. It's just very in line with like male identity. Did you, uh, do you feel extra masculine after drinking all the whiskey? Or like looking into it? Not particularly. Uh, I guess it's just like a really... I guess you could say, yeah, it's like um, seen as a masculine thing, but I'm sure there's whiskey drinkers that are female. Like a few of my friends like whiskey, yeah, that's but true. it's not common. That is, mm. that is true. It's not common. Mm. Okay. Uh, so, so what did I get up to? Yeah. I had cold noodles today on this rainy, rainy day. Man, cold noodles, <laughs> like I can understand when you, when you really crave cold noodles in summer, but it's like fucking cold why? today. Uh, why? Because um, at the same restaurant, they were serving up raw crab marinated in soy sauce. But they also had cold noodles, so I ordered that as well. So, <laughs> I, for me, it's sort of like a Pokédex thing. Like, yeah. I'm archiving all the <laughs> cold noodles you can find in Sydney. Yeah, so. okay. you've always been into cold noodles. I remember when we went to Cairns, and one of the best thing about Cairns you talk about is the cold noodles we had up there, just at some random Korean really? restaurant. Yeah, and then Japanese restaurant. I still think about it. I think it's like Ghana Bara or something. <laughs> so okay. good. Best ramen, Koching, ordered that. Oh, Koching noodles, yeah. yeah. How do you know? <laughs> I'm Japanese. Oh, I, I didn't. I, I assumed it was just a name, like for some dish that they randomly came up with. That's why. Oh, it's like a type of dish. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> like Nagoya coaching. That's like one type. Oh, the more you know. All right. Well, today we are here to talk about things we believe but can't prove. This idea started when I was talking to Jane about the implications of heaven and hell. And if they are real, then I would be like constantly terrified of that shit. If heaven and hell was real, like I don't know how I would live my life. Uh, like I, everything I do would just is a sin. Would freak me out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're you, you're not wrong. <laughs> um, yeah, well, yeah. I mean, yeah. One small mistake in life could like just fuck you up for eternity. I don't. I don't know if everyone thinks about that. Well, everyone who believes in it, I don't know if they think about that, but... Yeah. Yeah, all right. Well, whatever. Um, what about you guys? Do you have uh, things you believe in, but you can't prove? Like, it could be some shit like astrology, Aquarius and Pisces and shit. <laughs> or, like, people who believe that vaccines cause autism. There's no proof for that. So. Yeah. You know, you know everybody's star signs changed because they got shifted? Yo, what? By a little bit. What? When? Like, uh, what? Like pretty recently, like 
the dates shifted by a little bit. So <laughs> if you were like Pisces, you'd be the next. You m- might be the next one over. Like if you're on that edge. That's a pretty so, significant. Yeah, because so bullshit is just constantly becoming yeah. more bullshit. Yeah, exactly. Right. If like if you were suddenly one sign you identified with, all that shit is like out the window because oh it. God. Because you just shifted over by one or the other. <laughs> Imagine reading like the forecast every day and living your life by that for- forecast yeah. and then realizing you've been reading the wrong one for like 20 years or some shit. <laughs> how could you live with yourself? Well, it depends how serious you take this as well, right? Like some. But I'm sure there's people who take it really seriously. Yeah, so there are definitely some extremists out there. Um, in Japan, they are all over the um, blood types. So yeah. I've heard about blood types to identify, you know, what's your love life going to be or how fortunate you're going to be this year, this month, today. It's crazy. At least um, with blood types, when you do finally have a baby, it's sort of like a lottery. It's like a... (laughs) 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 And you ping up with a blood type. So I guess that's... You have certain blood types that your baby's going to get because... Yeah, but it still is. There's only like certain combinations. Yeah, I mean, it still is sort of like a lottery, right? I mean, yes, it was fun for me yeah. to think about it like that because <laughs> I was just talking about friends about blood types, so yeah. But I I don't know too much about like the whole beliefs and like the whole uh, astrology system. Yeah. So, so what blood type are you guys? I am O positive. I'm the one that can give to everyone, but yeah. I can only receive my own. Oh, so, so selfless. That, yeah. I think I'm A. A. I yeah, think I think I'm an A as well. Um, and there's this thing where um in Japan I guess like that whole blood type test. Yeah. Um, they say O, blood type O people are um, generally like very, uh, I don't know how to say this. O for open. O for open, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> More like my paste. The, my paste? Oh, fuck, that's a Japanese word. Um, <laughs> um, oh, like just, just carries on with their own kind of um, rhythm. Like self-centered? Or like, okay, march to the beat of their own drum? Yeah, let's, let's, let's call it that way. Yeah. <laughs> right. And blood type A people are a bit more pedantic and um, very specific. Detail-driven. Yeah. All right, so you're saying you subscribe to this? I don't subscribe to it because right. I don't think that's true. <laughs> okay. But... Like, I think about it when I kind of hear, oh, okay, so he's a blood type A or she's like a blood type A. So you so, subconsciously so, subscribe so, so <laughs> What blood type's your girlfriend? She's an O, and did you I f- think. How, how early into the relationship did you find out what her blood type was? Is this like a first date sort of question? No. <laughs> Why? <laughs> <laughs> Just uh, so you know about the person, apparently, right? I think she's an O. <laughs> <laughs> So you see, like I don't clearly like I don't remember all these things very clearly. Yeah. Have you met Nepalese people? No, only briefly. Oh okay. Yeah. So I've met one. I've I've known one really well. His yeah. name was Prafal, and they they like to read horoscopes as well. So not only do they want to know when you were, when what date you were born, like your birthday, yeah. but they want to know what time you're born. Yeah. And then from that they'll read a chart of they'll read a chart and they'll interpret it however they because it's a skill to interpret these charts do you guys have your fortune read no oh like mm. like palm fortune any fortune 
Uh, I've done the palm thing as a joke. I've had fortune cookies. (laughs) 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 Fortune cookies? Okay. Yeah, it's so in line with what you're asking. It is, I guess, because it is a type of fortune (laughs) reading. Um, I guess it's just... Do you subscribe to what you're given or not really? Uh, No, I've never taken any fortune shit seriously. Oh, okay. I don't think I've ever believed in anything like that. Because I've heard of people um, avoiding it so in case um in case it wasn't something they'd like to hear they wouldn't be locked into it mm, like yeah. so it's, it's in a way they're sort of like in the way they do believe it but they're trying to avoid being locked into that sort of um mm. belief yeah yeah so it sort of dictates their life even without hearing it because they have to spend their life avoiding fortunes mm. in case they hear something they don't want to hear i mean it's not too hard, hard to avoid. yeah that, that's true mm. that's true but oh. what if you get some like pop-up on your like internet browser? <laughs> yeah true oh so i'll tell you quickly what i remember myself uh being read with um i would come across money but yeah. i would always lose it so that was my that was the one thing I remember because everything else was sort of fairly generic. Yeah. But then they also they always have something to do with money, mm-hmm. and I'll lose my money. So. So. Uh, so how's, how's, how's true is that? <laughs> how's your Ethereum going? <laughs> as of now, as of now, I'm looking pretty green. But yeah. I'll see how it goes further down yeah, the line. Yeah, just hold it, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I'm gonna get more serious on that yeah. topic of like, shit we believe but we can't prove yeah 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 um i'm gonna just say science like science is something i take for word but i i can't validate every single thing by myself but someone has validated yeah isn't most of the stuff in science that you believe someone Uh, has validated someone has validated just just like i'm gonna make this analogy just like the priests in religion yeah you've taken their word for as god's word right Yeah. yeah so likes in the same format like between religion and science like there's a few select individuals who sort of dictate uh yeah what you're supposed but to the think dif- but and yeah and you assume they're rational yeah no but the difference is that in science it's reproducible no matter who does it they show yeah. you how to reproduce it and if you're bothered yeah. you can do it whereas yeah. in religion they don't have that same sort of yeah reproducibility i guess okay mm-hmm. I'll, I'll dive a bit more into yeah. why i think this way because which it is weird because I, I am a scientist, I'm a chemist. Mm. Um, and for chemistry, um, it, it explains things pretty well. Like there's, there's no sort of like, there's no really gray area for chemistry. Like I mix two solutions together, I should be able to predict what will happen because there's a, the model there is pretty robust. Yes. Uh, but, and um, I guess for a lot of technologies that we have right now, like fridges, cars, and computers. Mm. Yeah. Like it's robust because the the model is robust. But you mean it's tangible? Like uh. Yeah. Like no the, matter what the evidence for it is empirical. Yeah. No matter what you apply to the model, like mm. no matter what rules you apply, it it always follows the same logic. Like right. if if this happens, then this will occur. Like yeah, the yeah. result is predictable. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Um, there are cases in science which the model is really. I don't know. To me, it feels flimsy. Mm. For example, like the origin of life. Yeah. So I've been alive 25 years. Yeah. And some people are trying to tell me that the, uh, the world is like 4.5 billion years old. Yeah. And 
how is there ever really any way to confirm this? Like, it's it's a really... I, I get that it's a ballpark figure, mm. but I'll never know that the world was 4.5 billion years old. Isn't there something to do with, like, extrapolating from the geo... Yeah, there's a sort of like, like the soil the or like carbon dating or yeah, like radioactivity and stuff isotopes and you can come close but how would you ever really really know and to say that we all came from primordial soup as well yeah yeah like mm. it, like it's something in the name of science and i get that science allows itself to be changed yeah and so it's usually the best explanation that we have mm. but there's no way to validate all of it by yourself so you take it as word yeah and yeah. so um yeah that's the so that's the thing i believe in but i can't really prove all by myself uh, yeah i guess there's a lot of so questions like that in science that we haven't hmm. really proved but we just kind of assume yeah. is true like even the big bang right the universe being hmm. how, however many years old that's just kind of it's really cool. arbitrary yeah. the points of theories right it is a theory, and it's it's the best explanation yeah. Yeah. that we have. Um, Until it's proven wrong. And, and then, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah even gravity is like a theory, right? Hmm. But, the, yeah. but when you say theory in science, it's kind of like a different meaning, because it's, so, it's pretty it's a, it's much It's a hard true. model, yeah. yeah it's, it's a hard model. It's pretty much true until we can find something better. Mm. Yeah. Whereas, okay, I guess some of the other stuff I was thinking about is... Real, it is really hard to prove because maybe you're the only person who believes it, or maybe it's because you're the only person affected by it. So, what would this be? So, I mean, okay, so we were talking earlier about microwave, right? So, tell us, <laughs> sure. <laughs> so, this was um, kind of a warning that my parents gave me when I was very young but don't stand too close to the microwaves, especially don't stand in front of it mm -hmm. because the microwave oven can uh, kind of. It radiate yeah, radiate yeah. the waves at you outside it. of that sphere. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and that really freaked me out because it's it's in the middle of the kitchen, and I want to see what's inside. I want to see how long it's cooking for. Yeah, you're waiting yeah, for make sure food. it's not waiting. spilling over. And shit. Yeah, I mean you have the lid for that. I'm yeah. sure you, you put it on. Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> but like, okay, the the lid can stop the splatter. But yeah. if you're putting like that microwave lid thing over a bowl of soup or something, it can still like oh, yeah. go over the sides. Yeah. So that was like a big thing for me and I still think about it I still don't get too close to the microwave yeah just in case and especially because my microwave is like really 30 old. years old oh 30 years it's it's 30 years old it's um probably has lead in it or something <laughs> <laughs> no I'm kidding it's like I'm a just family heirloom 30 years holy crap <laughs> yeah. yeah I mean it was that's older than you I was born yeah, yeah. so yeah I'm, I'm a bit wary about that one um and I think you guys do believe about the same thing, right? Yeah. So I was saying that, like, when I stay in front of the microwave when my food's cooking, I put my hands, like, in front of my balls just, <laughs> just in case, like, that extra extra, extra layer protection. of defense. Yeah, yeah, just in case, right? And I guess you can't – I guess you actually could prove that, right, if you just – if someone bothered to. Man, yeah. if you – if you go down this road, you can't stop. Like, yeah. Because, like, Wi-Fi is microwave and – yeah. Like 4G, 5G, probably <laughs> microwaves as well. Like it because they're really short way, short range. Like um, yeah, short yeah. range. Uh, what is it? Short wavelength. What's that? Oh, I forgot the word. Because oh, oh, don't worry. It's, it's like yeah, wavelength on that big scale. Like 
UV, IR, visible. Yeah, yeah. Electromagnetic. Yeah, yeah, that's oh uh, yeah, that's the one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all of it's electromagnetic magnetic radiation. And yeah. Yeah. All right, and so I was also thinking about because I've been thinking about buying a house. I've been looking at like feng shui, and this kind of like you can't prove anything about energies. Well, I don't, I don't know. I don't want to say too much about it because I don't know too much about it. But it is something you do need to consider when buying a house because it affects <coughs> the price of the property. Because other for people for particular demographic of buyers. Yes, and, and yeah, I was going to say like particularly for Chinese buyers, it will affect how much they'll pay for your house if it has like mm. good energy or whatever the fuck. So, but then I was thinking about it. There are practical reasons for that too because I was in this one house where the bedroom was kind of off to the side and the only way to get there was through a single corridor and to get from that bedroom to anywhere else in the house you'd have to go through that corridor it yeah. was really just like badly planned out and i imagine that is like bad feng shui as well if it's just like, what is it though? a bad layout because i can i can see how it would be bad because you have to go really out of the way to get yeah to, to get to like a bathroom or a kitchen it's oh no like logistically yeah it'll be hard to get around yeah yeah but is that bad feng shui? I would guess so. Isn't it like because okay. like but, it's more kind of energy going around the house? But like, see, that's what I was thinking. Maybe like some root of it is some practical reason. But if there is no practical reason, why does it exist? That's that's ritual for all human beings. Like, if I was a farmer, like living one thousand years ago, yeah, and I had a bad crop year. I'd I'd want to do something to sort of like write this sort of situation and I'd follow any sort of ritual that came before me mm. because I would have no other thing to go off like because like, you want good results because you want to eat <laughs> yeah okay so like that that brings us to like yeah. why we believe this yeah. stuff is that is it because we find it comforting is is that like the biggest reason to believe in any of this to believe in anything that you can't like prove or I think someone else can prove for you? I think it's to anchor your actions in something that you can do and yeah. believe that that um, influences the results. Yeah. Because okay. everything around you, like, I mean, if you don't put structure to it, if you don't kind of anchor something to a causality, yeah. then you can't believe that you have, um, you have autonomy over your, your, and, your and results life. and, like, what if, what do you... Yeah, experience. Yeah, like you would just be floating in the wind. Mm. So I think it's about having control and believing you have control. Yeah. But some of this stuff is like, you don't have that much control. So like, okay, let's talk about like luck. Or okay, let's talk about destiny, right? If you believe in that, don't you not have a lot of control? Uh, so who believes in destiny? Yeah, or well, what I, do you guys think? Because I don't want to believe in it. <laughs> Don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to. I kind of do. You do. I feel, okay, I think I'm 50-50. Like, there's some part of your life that you control, but some part of your life that you don't. All right, I don't want to believe in it because I, like Leo said, or like any human would want, I want to have control over my own life and I want to believe that Mm. it's completely in my hands. Yeah. Mm. um, And I could do things to influence, like, the outcome of, like, my life. Yeah. And to say that it's outside of my control is a scary thing to realize, right? 
Is this scary or? Yeah, isn't that also kind of comforting that you don't have to worry about every single thing because some of it is already predetermined? I guess it depends on your destiny. <laughs> <laughs> like, you can go for the ride, yeah. but to think that what you would do doesn't influence the outcome. Oh, yeah. Then you would. All right, for, all right, if I truly believe that, then yeah. why, would, why would I do anything? Yeah. Like, I could, I, could, I could sit in my chair and then life would happen to but me. But maybe that is your destiny, to do nothing. Yeah. Yeah, and that's the, that's the scary question about, um, like, destiny and self-determination. Because yeah. But you can't discount the fact that some of your life is uncontrolled. Think about... Yes, that's right. Yeah, think about right now. There's a pandemic going on and we're in lockdown. And that limits what you can do. And that's yep. out of your control. The question that comes up with this really often is getting a job. Yeah. Because so much of that is out of your control. Like you can write a good CV and you can apply for the dream job you want. But maybe right before you came in, there was a candidate already there before you. Yeah. And so it was just bad timing. Yeah. Mm. And so it's just something will come along for you. Uh, but and th- in that sense, it, like a lot of stuff is out of your control. Yeah. Uh, and what is that if not destiny? It's just something that I don't want to believe. Right? <laughs> I mean, like, granted, something... The deal with uh, finding a job is that if you don't find the one you want, yeah. you will always find something later. Yeah. Yeah. And that will always feel like destiny, right? Yeah. But not, not really. You know what I mean? Like, it, it could have been any role. Yeah. And it, it could have felt very, like, fortuitous or you could have felt very fortunate, but you would yeah. probably feel that about any role. But then that's, that's kind of what you're saying before. Like, you're kind of just there for the ride then. It doesn't matter what you do. You're going to get a job eventually. Yeah, so I'm contradicting myself. <laughs> <laughs> so what you yeah. said is scary to believe in is also kind of what you're saying is true. Yeah. You know, um, I'm going to bring up a little story I read yeah. Uh, yeah. by Ted Chiang. All right. He is a science fiction writer, and he writes about this device where... One second before you press it, yeah. it'll, it'll blink. And okay. so, uh, so uh, if, I was, uh, if, I press, if I was about to press it, yeah. it would blink before I pressed it. Mm. Yeah. Do you understand that concept? Yeah, that yeah, sense. yeah. And so uh, the fictional story was people would try to like outwit this machine, yeah. but the machine would always know because, um, you, because it blinks before you press it, and yeah. there's just no way to get around that. Because right? <laughs> if you didn't press it, it yeah. wouldn't blink. Gone outside it. Yeah. And so uh, the side effect from playing with this machine was yeah. that, like, a lot of people just go into, like, sort of, like, catatonia. Yeah. Because they realized that their, their life had... What they did... Was, was like, predetermined. Yeah, it was predetermined. Yeah. The, like, everything was laid out yeah and so they just went into this sort of like coma because like it because shit wouldn't matter yeah. right yeah um isn't that scary yeah that is scary but that's why i don't think that it's completely <coughs> predetermined it's like half half well that's okay this is just how i have to live my life because if i fully be- yeah because if i yeah. fully believed it then i would just do nothing like well, what would be the point of doing anything yeah. but there's also like a part of me that knows that if I do something, then there will be like a cause yeah. and effect. Yeah. So you're taking the best of both worlds. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I know. It's like a really... Yeah. Constant. Why would you not do that? Yeah. Hmm. 
Arjun, not do that because it's uncomfortable. Mm. We're like it's. We believe in the things we want to believe in because they're convenient for us yeah. and it's comfortable. Yeah. Like, but say for example, you know, like Chinese people don't don't believe it. Like you should live on the fourth floor, right? Yeah. Say there was nowhere to live but the fourth floor, you would just go for it anyway. As in us or anyway. the, the, well, the like say, people who believe in the yeah. unlucky fourth. Yeah. I don't think so. If you so strongly believe in it, I don't think you would live there. Okay. Uh, um, some things are convenient to believe. Some things mm. are yeah. just like a religion. They decide how you live. Yeah. There's a difference between the... There, there are different levels of the belief that we hold. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So minor would be sort of like feng shui because you can sort of... Or you can yeah. believe in it when it's convenient and you can put... You can let it go when it's not. Mm. But there's... There's a lot more beliefs like social contracts, science, money, which really do decide like everything that um, we work for, and it, like our life really does revolve around it. Mm. Just extending on that earlier um, destiny talk, mm -hmm. I had a chat with one of my friends about this, but um, and I don't even know where I heard about this idea. Yeah, but I kind of believe that before we were born. Yeah. Um, we decided what our destiny is going to be. So, how is that possible? Ask yeah. ourselves. Yeah. Okay. Let me continue. Yeah. And the instant you're kind of born into this world, yeah, your memory is gone. Like you don't remember that at all. So you decided who your parents are going to be, who everybody around you in your life is going to be. You kind of like architected that whole thing. Right. And you're in this world now, and you're living that. And until you fulfill your purpose yeah your life's purpose that you set out to do you won't die okay i got so many questions yep. but Ian, go, for you go first okay that's because that's how all right i can say that people would believe this because it's 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 comforting mm. yeah because the, the common belief right now is the common belief for humans right now is humanism right where yeah. our lives have purpose because you've decided what purpose that yeah, um, yeah, like life has. So I, it's. I feel it's really in line with today's cultural context. Mm. It's convenient for us to believe, and and it's what society at large believes, as well. Not not in the sense that everything's decided for you, but in the sense that we decide meaning for ourselves. Um, so in a sense, like it's not too much of a stretch because it is what. Okay, I, I feel like... Well. Sure, yeah. Okay, so I was thinking, I feel like this works for people who are living a decent life. Hmm. But why would... If yeah. you can choose before you're born how what, what your life will be like, hmm. you choose your parents and stuff, why would someone choose abusive parents? Why would someone choose to live in, like, a third world country or anything? Hmm. Or live where with, like, food scarcity or something? I think... It's hard for us to tell. Yeah. And I'm obviously I don't have the answers, but yeah, yeah. there's definitely things that you would see and experience and learn from in those contexts that you wouldn't experience in a developed country or where you have a more fulfilling and I don't know, happy comfortable happy life, comfortable right. life. Like, I'm sure like there's big picture. <laughs> yeah, like I, I don't know. Like there's some kind of divine kind of thought that you would have had. I think previous to this life that 
thought this is the best way I'm going to go about it and this is the way that I'll do it. Okay, but what about people who die like unexpectedly? Yeah. Do you think those people have achieved what they wanted to achieve? That was and my if, immediate thought as well. And if they haven't, what happens? Like, what happens to them? Do they just not get it? Yes. This is what I... <laughs> this, is, this is actually where, where we got to um, in our chat. But basically, I don't fucking know. <laughs> if, you, if you die in a car crash, maybe... Maybe previous to that, you had fulfilled your purpose, but you don't know. We've talked about this before, Michael. Yeah. About, like, even in that sudden death, um, I want to believe there's meaning in all lives. Yeah. So this is going to turn into that sort of all... I don't want to say it. (laughs) (laughs) All all of us are running in a... Oh, I don't want to say... All of us are running in a simulation, and all of that information does feedback into something central yeah so i want to believe that there is life there is meaning in all lives however sudden their death was however short it was even in even in like a infant uh mortality sort of situation there has to be some sort of meaning in that Yeah, yeah that's like um there's a short story by uh, the dude who wrote The Martian, I think, Andy Weir, is that right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He wrote this story called The Egg, and it's about how this person dies in a car crash, and it's like a pretty average death. But then in the afterlife, he, re- he is told that that is one life he lives and that he's going to live another life because eventually he will live, or not he, but they, whatever, the entity will live through every life because yeah. all of human lives... Is just going is just this one entity going through again and again, so yep. that they have all that knowledge, and then eventually evolve from the egg mm-hmm. into like some sort of higher dimensional being that has all that knowledge. So that's kind of what you're saying, Ian. Like yeah. that's that story. It's like machine learning. It, yeah, it's mystical, but it's a comfort. Yeah, I and guess. there's no way to prove it. Yeah. yeah, but it's nice to believe in. So it is about, so for these things, it is about like comfort, some sort of comfort. Like it's, yeah. it's comforting to know that, oh, if you didn't get that job, oh, it's just bad luck. Like it's not. It's comforting to know that even though you've sinned so much, you won't yeah. be going to hell. Yeah, it is. That is wait, 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 where, where did that come from? What? Who's sinning a lot? <laughs> where did that come from that we're, where not, that come we're from? not going to hell? <laughs> like, oh. I don't know how you concluded at that. All right. Because it's, Comfortable for me to believe in Because otherwise I'd be a non-believer And I'd go to hell If I was a If I believed in a Christian doctrine Oh right yeah So you're talking yeah. Christian Yeah Christianity okay. yeah. yeah A lot of it does Like relate to How convenient it is I, I do believe that Yeah that's true I guess Well for us We don't believe anything That inconveniences us Right But there well, are people who do right. I mean, there's people who will go out of their way to believe, like, do something because it's part of what they believe in. But it's like it, 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 it's really completely it, it's completely stands completely against like society. Yeah. It's like say like a cult. Or I was reading recently about Falun Gong. Right. Like oh, yeah. the Chinese belief system that stands against the Chinese government. Yeah. Yeah. They have they have like a compound in America, and. It, it sounds exactly like a cult, like where you you meet them practicing in the parks and such, mm. and you think, oh, like yeah, practice meditation is good for you. 
but there's a they have a whole other system that comes with it that you would have to subscribe to as well. Uh, one of the more extreme beliefs is they don't believe in Western medicine mm. because if you truly believed believed in the Falun Gong system, mm. uh, you would be powerful enough to wish the wick, not wish the illness away, yeah. but to sort overcome of con- yeah overcome yeah overcome yeah. the obstacles for yourself. So, in that sense, you wouldn't believe in Western medicine because that would. That's yeah. just external and, to your and beliefs. And there's a lot of different religions that have that clash with modern medicine. Like there's those religions. Jehovah's Witness? Yeah, that yeah. can't accept blood transfusions yeah. during operations. So oh, they yeah. just kind of, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or, or like yeah, anything like that, right? Yeah. So why would Self-destructive. They, yeah, exactly. Why would they want to believe in those self-destructive things? Because those beliefs didn't come about in a Western environment. Those beliefs came first, and then they happen to clash with the widely held beliefs That's true. held today. Yeah. In in some ways, I do think Western thought is a religion in itself. Yeah. Because we all yeah. subscribe to uh, certain things we can do, certain things we can't do, things we don't believe in. Um, everything, everything outside of the things we believe in is yeah. something else. It is exclusive, like a religion in that sense. Mm, that's and true. It's, it's a good way to think about like the beliefs we hold today. Mm. All right. So thinking about, thinking more about this topic, when you guys are learning something or the, think about the things you already believe in, how much information did it take for you to be convinced by this? Or is it just like a feeling or... Like an example. So I, I have an example. Yeah. All right. Sure. Uh, in the books I read. Yeah. I am really impressionable. <laughs> like, mm. I don't know if I see it as authoritative in yeah. some way, but if it sounds like it makes a good argument, I'll put it. I'll take it on board, mm. and then. I'll test it. So right now I'm reading Simulation and Simulacra by uh, Jean Baudrillard, like French philosopher. And if it sounds like a cool argument, honestly, that's what it just sounds like, just how it's written. It just sounds cool to me. I'll be like, okay, cool. I'll take that on board. Yeah. Mm. Just because it was written by an authoritative voice that has persisted um, in, in literature, but, so it sounds like you could be persuaded to join a cult in the right if someone was persuasive enough. See, I think I think yeah. anybody could believe in anything. That's my stance. Mm. Mm. Okay. I don't think um, I I think it's a lot easier to be brainwashed. Yeah. Than we realize. Yeah, that's what I think. Because mm. there's some funky things that I've believed from my drug use yeah. from LSD mm. um, that I've had to sort of clear myself. I have to wrench Re- myself away from. Yeah, like reevaluate those. Movies. Yeah, reevaluate them. All right. Well, well, that's another question. How often do you guys reevaluate your beliefs? Because I don't think I've done it that often or on a major scale. Because I, I can really only think of one time where I've totally revamped what I've believed in. And that was religiously. 
Oh, really? Yeah. But besides from that, I don't think... Perhaps, like, I don't reevaluate my beliefs often enough. But how often do you guys do it? Or how often do you think about it? I mean, I'm a scientist, and I was telling you not <laughs> to take science for truth. So I, I... Actually, I think this was something that came about because yeah. I read Niche. Yeah. yeah. I was like, hey, if I can't take everything as absolute truth, then yeah. I should re-examine what I believe. So I've taken Niche as a model yeah. of critical thinking and I've applied it to myself. But in a, sense, in a way, I believe in Niche. Yeah. So I've sort of like given myself a way to like the book I've read mm. or the ideas I've taken up. So I'm easily, I'm easily impressionable. I'm easily influenced. But in a way, I am sort of re-examining yeah, what I yeah. believe it's like, now. Yeah, it's like a pro and con, I guess. It, it's, it's circular. Yeah. It, it's, it's a strange way to <laughs> see myself. But um, You're adopting a first principles thinking. Yeah, but some, that is essentially what niche is asking Yeah, to exactly. Do. Or to be critical about any thought. Mm. What about you, Leah? How... Do you think you've ever done it or do you do it all the time sort of thing? What do you reckon? Mm, I don't think I reevaluate my beliefs that yeah. often because I don't think I'm challenged enough. Mm. I don't think that's a problem. Yeah, well, okay, what would challenge you to reevaluate your beliefs? I guess if you've found some contradicting information, I guess. Or, I don't know. Right, I mean, like something super simple like the coronavirus, right? Yeah. Um, people thought that masks were useless. Um, yeah, that was a weird one. And actually, I mean, that's because we didn't know much about what the coronavirus or how that's transmitted was, right? But then now we know that there's a lot of kind of air droplets in the air. Yeah. And even just having a cloth around your face is going to make a difference. Make a big difference. So I initially didn't really think that was a th- Use, useful thing but yeah. I now wear masks a lot yeah. when I go outdoors um, super yeah. it's on a tiny scale but that's changed yeah. my beliefs mm, okay I have something to say about coronavirus yeah let's go there was the, just the beliefs around coronavirus shift yeah. so quickly mm. like yes. you've probably seen this in the past few months and there's things that you accepted before and then there's things that you didn't accept before because I used to believe um that yeah, it would pass. Yeah, and it would it would be it, it would be nothing. It would just be like a flu, and yeah, that was yeah. my commonly like, held belief. Very seasonal. Or when did you yeah. think that? At the start. Right, what? like say that. I believed that when it was convenient for me to believe, because my girlfriend was coming from Korea. Right. Yeah, and then you. And overseas. she was coming from a coronavirus hotspot. Yeah. And so I, I was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah all right, fair enough. Right, it's nothing. Right. It's convenient <laughs> me. It's convenient for me to believe that. Nothing will come of it, even yeah. if she had it. And obviously, my parents being um, super Chinese, um, being Chinese, because they, in China, they've had a lot of uh, big viruses like SARS, bird flu, swine flu, avian flu, whatever. Mm. They, this was obviously something they didn't subscribe to. <laughs> um, so I didn't believe in that when it was convenient for me. But now I do because mm. now, like it's you have to, yeah, you have to do your part. Yeah. Even in, I and after she came over, 
I went to New Zealand. Yeah. And formally, I was supposed to self-isolate, uh-huh. but I didn't <laughs> because I'm there on holiday. And I'm there on holiday, so why would I want to self-isolate? Oh, yeah, 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 in New Zealand. Yeah. yeah. And I was self-isolating before, even before that period. So why would I isolate again in New Zealand? Well, four weeks altogether. And then we come back. Another two yeah, weeks. another two weeks. So I knew I wasn't sick, but I was like, I'd, I flouted the rules because it was convenient for me to flout. So, mm. yeah, so I guess, so what you, uh, is the point Convenience? that, yeah, that we have to, that it's easy for us to believe things when it's convenient for us, but as society, we should re-examine more often what, Carter? our beliefs. Yeah. I think society should re-examine what it believes in more. Even if it's inconvenient? Especially, especially, if it's, especially if it's inconvenient, because you could, otherwise you could sleepwalk. All right, I'm, what I'm thinking about is the whole debate around PC, right? Yeah. And that's a constantly evolving debate, and if if you didn't subscribe to it, you could be called out for it. Yeah, definitely. PC is in politically correct. Hmm? Yeah. Yeah, I'm talking about uh, politically incorrect discussion yeah. and. Um, so if you were to find yourself on the wrong side of the debate, sure. yeah. you could be, yeah, you could be caught out. And I'm not, I'm saying that's not necessarily the best thing for society. Like, wait, why is that not the best thing? For society? I think it's not good because you're inclined to be a sheep and groupthink with it, yeah, the it, right side of. It is. It, it is. Why, oh, why it isn't a good thing? Yeah, exactly that. Because you're being told what to think. Mm. I I don't think that's necessarily the best thing for all people, but uh, yeah. Mm. Yeah, there okay, always needs yeah. to be like some opposition for you to start challenging that yeah. popular belief, right? Yeah. So it's very easy to get like you earlier said, um, brainwashed by authorities if they do understand so the best way to make having that safe. having that group of people that reject what comes out straight away is kind of good because it pushes you to research yourself right like okay let's just take for coronavirus for example let's just take the face mask people um as that group so we're told to wear face masks they're like no don't believe this do some research and then that pushes you to do research and then you find out so you have a basis behind your beliefs. Yeah, and then you find out, oh, this is why you should wear face masks. Yeah. So there are, there is some sort of that is the healthy benefit, side. Yeah, yeah to, discuss. to having that pushback group. Yeah, and there always should be yeah. pushback, and there sh- always should be opposition as well. Yeah. Okay, but what if that opposition group disregards your facts? Okay. Well, like, hmm? how do you convince someone of? what to believe give them facts and <laughs> back those facts with it <laughs> I mean essentially like the that whole kind of um, uh, challenging your beliefs yeah. and researching yourself what you should believe in yeah. stands on stands on the case that there are facts yeah. and how do you know they're facts yeah, so how do you... Like, you got to prove those are facts as well, right? So how do you believe that they are facts as well? Yeah. By looking it up and by critically evaluating 
what you read online. I mean, does it, is it based on science? Is it based on what an authority says? Like, you can keep digging and digging and digging, and you'll never get anywhere. You've got to, at one point, say, this is enough for me to believe it. Yeah, and what is that level, I guess? Or and like, it varies, right? It varies. Yeah, yeah, I guess it depends it just, on how serious the topic is or whatever. Hmm. Yeah, so I guess there's no way to convince people to wear masks, right? <laughs> well, we can prove it, experiment by getting a group of non-believers into the room, <laughs> chuck one COVID patient in there, see what happens. <laughs> It's a comp- it's a constantly evolving field. How do you, the question was how do you convince people yeah. to believe in, oh, yeah. in how do you convince people in what you believe? Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, like what if you're I, that yeah. upstart? Yeah. Maybe not for the masking because none of us are like that. Mm. But what if there's something that we see society fully into, mm. but we think there's something wrong with that? I I can only hope that. They critically evaluate their thought as well. Yeah. So I can deliver my side. And if it doesn't, which I don't... Because we've all had debates with religious people. Yes. Yeah. I've been formally religious. Yes. Same. And we all know that that discussion will go nowhere. Yeah. Because all of us are too entrenched in our positions. So there's no way to go about it but to accept and tolerate <laughs> what <laughs> we believe. Because sometimes that, that'll be the case. That, no, most of the time that is the case in society, I'd say, mm. where both sides are just too entrenched in the position. Yeah, so they just end up like agreeing to disagree. But there should be, we should have some more... Healthy discussion. Yeah, discussion. yeah. yeah. I guess. In that way, we would understand our arguments like both sides of the argument and i do think i am open to that discussion yeah it mm. sounds like you're pretty open to accepting other people's beliefs so if someone were to discuss with you and then you found out maybe something you believed was wrong you'd be more okay believing what was right but i think i, a lot I could of, change yeah but i feel like a lot of people have problems f- finding out that what they believe already is wrong and they will defend it Tooth and death. Like, to the death, to the death, yeah. And, uh, yeah, okay, I, I guess I'm saying that that's something that we as a society should try to change. We should be more open to challenging our beliefs. Mm. Yeah. But then they, only to a certain extent, because then if we just challenged everything, then we'd get nowhere as well, right? Yeah, you got to have a base. There is a base, because um, otherwise you might sleepwalk into, like, communism or something. <laughs> Yeah. Like, you might... There is a base. Otherwise, you could sleepwalk into any sort of detrimental position which you wouldn't know. You know, one of them is... All right, I'm going to bring up a political issue. Right, go on. Um, Do you know they're privatising buses? Which buses? Like in Sydney. Yeah, in Sydney. Sydney buses? Yeah, Sydney buses. Blue shit. Yeah, they're trying to privatise that. What? Yeah. Did you know that? No. Wait, so... uh, When was this? I mean, I don't mind... You don't mind because it'd be more efficient. But it'd be more expensive. Would it? Yes, it would. Probably. It, it 100% yes, would. Yes, because there's, there's, a, there's a train line that's privatised. It's just like five stations that are privatised. And it's a fuck ton way more expensive. 
It, it includes uh, the airport. Yep. That's why every time you take a train to the airport, it's, it's like ridiculous. five to fifteen. Yeah, yeah, the airport. I understand, but aside from that, it's, all right, it's okay. I I get I get I'm your sure viewing it's still from subsidized it. Subsidized. All right, it's to some extent, but, but it's no, private. If, if it's privatized, <laughs> then it wouldn't be subsidized. No. What? Look, like the government, yeah, um, or just public policy and all that yeah, sort of yeah. shit, right? Doesn't work that way. I think. If there is some inefficiency in the system, yeah. and that's the only bus infrastructure there is, right? There's, there's yeah. the Hills bus, um, there's some forest bus or whatever, and it's, <laughs> they're all private, I'm sure. And then there's a like Sydney bus that's gonna get privatized now. So if there's no other public ones, yeah. and they're gonna crank up the prices, then there's gonna be some level of public policy in place that the government will implement that's going to make it more efficient for people to use that infrastructure. The, the fear is it's gonna be more expensive. That's the fear. And I, I get what you mean. Like, yeah, they'll readjust, I'm sure. You know, it's not going to be fucking try and shit and everything's fucked. But once it's done, it, yeah. w- it could be too late as well. We're going to know all these buses. And then there's going to have to be other means of transport. But see, that that's, will come a, that's already fucked. Like, because people only use the buses. The alternative because, to buses yeah. is like cars and traffic's already fucked. Can you imagine if more cars are on the road? But is it early cars? Because, yeah, most people catch buses because they can't take trains because there's no train station, right? The, the problem is you just yeah. find yourself in a situation and it's too late. And, and what would you do? And I, I, I get where you're coming from and it would be more efficient. But How would it be more efficient? How can you make the bus lines more efficient? Oh, I'm thinking economically <laughs> efficient. <laughs> different different, yeah, yeah, different yeah. meanings of efficient. we hit on everything like we hit on what we believe why we believe it how you would talk convenience about it. that's what we said yeah, yeah. it's it's really just convenience and we should try you reckon to <laughs> I, I don't know it's convenience though a lot of it a lot of buying is rooted convenience in and comfort maybe ego a lot of my yeah. beliefs are rooted in ego as well do you know what i mean yeah as in it makes it makes, it makes you believe that there's more to you than just what there is. Like it uh, makes, that's a good way to sound about it. Yeah. That's a nice way to put it, but <laughs> <laughs> like, I want to believe... Like your actions, it gives your actions more meaning, right? Yeah. yeah. Search, for, and, search for meaning. Yeah. But that's, that's part meaning. of just comfort. Like and it's just comfort. Also, it's, it's uh, the thing yeah, where you can yeah. say, I like, have more meaning than you. Yeah, it's that's sort of like an ego trip thing as well. Yeah, hundred percent. So that I have to be careful about that. Yeah, but, but that's comforting. So like I had another example. Yeah, yeah that's comforting for me. Yeah, it's a convenience and comfort. Yeah, go on. Um, so like there's a lot of superstitious things like about don't stick a chopsticks up on a bowl of rice. Yes. Do you know that one? Yeah. I know yeah, that yeah. One. Um, and in Japan, um, don't sleep with your head facing north. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard because something like that. those that have passed, their corpses are laid with the head facing north. Right. Um, so a lot of these things, they're linked to death. Oh. Right. So not wanting mm. to be associated with death and death being a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whereas in some cultures, like in, I think it was Mexico. Yeah. They celebrate death. death. Mm-hmm. Like there's a day where... Day of the dead. The day of the dead. Yeah. Um, what was it Cinco de Mayo? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, 5th of May. 5th of May, yeah. 
Is that the day of the dead? Oh, well, oh, 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 maybe it's the day we just drink a lot yeah. of tequila. Something <laughs> <laughs> de muerto. Anyway, go yeah. on. So, so all that, right? Like, it's, it's very different depending on which culture it is. And I think one of the reasons why we believe things is because essentially we succumb to a culture. I don't yeah. think it's necessarily to do with oh, convenience okay. in that case. Well, I, I thought what yeah. you were going to... The yeah. extrapolation I got from that information was that a lot of the stuff we believe is to avoid death. Like, they celebrate the dead because they don't want to be the dead, I guess. Or, like, and the, uh, they're trying to uh, avoid... I mean, the, in the Japanese stuff, you're saying... Oh, in it's like, Japanese oh, stuff, avoid, yeah, definitely to avoid death. Yeah, and um, I guess... The celebrating the day is like um, respecting those that have died and... And accepting death as part of your life. Exactly. Yeah. It's to accept death. I think that's more like to see as a part of your, like the, the, mm. the cycle of life yeah. and you're like one part of it and to celebrate that. Yeah, I think that's I guess, different that's, between cultures. That sounds healthier, I think. I don't think we do that. Yeah, mm. we don't do We're, enough. Yeah. Uh, on that same note, yeah. uh, where beliefs stem from culture mm. i feel a lot of it is that case yeah for us as yeah. well like western culture again because it comes back to this sort of we subscribe to western thought and as our religion so yeah, yeah. i think yeah yeah convenience culture one comfort, comfort we're saying yeah. comfort more of the yeah those are the sort of big Factors the in three this C's of no evidence. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the money we work for, right? Yeah, it's only because we all believe in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. and it's back intrinsic value. But if if we removed, if tomorrow we descended into a state of anarchy, then pay, like money there's, 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 there's nothing. nothing. With Ethereum. Just burn it. <laughs> <laughs> Ethereum. Bitcoin. <laughs> 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 you'll, you'll be a billionaire. <laughs> oh man. Okay, I, ha I have a thing, right? If it is part of culture, then even if we find out that these things are wrong, like there's evidence that some of this shit we believe in is wrong, is there value in continuing to believe in it to continue the culture? Because it's part of the culture. If you lose that belief, you lose some of that culture as well. All right, my position yeah. on this yeah. is that it should be challenged yeah. to find a better solution. Because um, that happens. I think that is how political discourse should be. Yeah. In that two sides work together to find a better solution. Yeah. So I shouldn't, I don't think you should hide the problem. Mm. There should be a better way to do it, come about it. So if money isn't the best solution, what is? It's like cashless society. Should mm -hmm. we have new ways to exchange goods and services? Mm. Um, I think we should come to something new if it isn't. The best solution. Yeah, I agree. Mm. Like oh. with, with time, these beliefs should morph. Yeah, naturally. Naturally. And people should accept. And that's why there's better ways, maybe. I mean, mm. bring up what we talked about before the yeah. Jehovah's. Oh, right, yeah. Like if that is something that was there before Western society was about, yeah. Um, then why, why is there such a big disconnect? Yeah. It's because they're sticking to the traditions. Yeah. Right? And they're not really readjusting. Do you know why they believe in that? No, no idea. They believe the soul is in the blood. Right. So if you accept someone else's blood. Your soul is tainted. It's diluted. Yeah. Oh, I tainted. see, I see. In some ways, that's why they believe in it. Mm. That's an interesting belief. Yeah. 
Yeah. On that topic about etiquette. Mm. Yeah. When you go to a foreign country. Yeah. You follow the etiquette. Yeah, 100%. You don't believe in it. Because mm. you don't. You just, you just do what's socially acceptable in that separate context. Yeah. Do okay. as the Romans do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. Yeah. it is convenient, otherwise you'd be called out for it, mm-hmm. even if you didn't believe in it. That's right. Yeah, but that, I think that speaks, that speaks to the etiquette that we hold today. It's, it's really subjective. Yeah, I think going to other... Speaking on that, going to other countries and adopting their etiquette, I think if I see something in another culture that I think is convenient and good... Then I would try. You would take it back. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's true. That's true. Yeah. I don't know if I can no, give I, an example. I, I came back from Japan. Yeah, yeah. I bowed. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll do it at school. Like, oh, yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like, thank you. Thank I you. I think, I think that's that's good. Like the mixing of etiquettes, and then like we were saying before, we'll adopt the better way, and then eventually we'll come to a point where it's just like. All the best parts of all the different etiquettes have morphed into. Oh, because we the take the etiquette. take the yeah, nice we bits. Just take the, yeah, <laughs> yeah, we just take the nicest bits out of each one and leave the behind all the inconvenient yeah. ones. Yeah, yeah. And that's that's like a good benefit. You guys know that one where um you need to when you do cheers yeah. and clink glasses yeah. yeah you must make eye contact really don't and if you don't way. yeah you have bad sex for seven years. <laughs> <laughs> so. Wait, does that ring any bells? <laughs> wait, wait. Why? Yeah, I was, I was, it's so serious. I was gonna say, can your girlfriend confirm? <laughs> wait, why is the why is the outcome so serious? Oh, fuck, do I know? <laughs> okay, I'm pretty sure we it's can. European I'm pretty thing. sure we can leave that one behind. Oh right? man, I mean, I like the one where you. I don't want to believe. You have oh. to like down the glass. I'm okay with those ones. Or like. <laughs> yeah, or like this. Uh, just talking about the cheers thing for a bit. Yeah, there's some that are like you cheers and you have to drink, right? And if you cheers and you don't drink, then it's like disrespectful, yeah. right? Oh, isn't that just generally? Plenty of those. <laughs> yeah, why yeah, is that true. a thing? That doesn't make any sense. Like it's just, it's just a random thing we've we've chosen to all. Yeah, I do. I do feel disrespected. Yeah, it's like <laughs> it's just an alcoholic culture. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. all cultures have it, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, alcohol is in every fucking culture, yeah. I swear. Yeah. Which every, is really interesting. Right? Every culture has their intoxicant, as we've talked yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, that's everyone, right. Everyone likes getting a little. No. Okay, so the thing I was going to mention before was the soul. Hmm. That is a completely, like, big concept that no one can ever prove, right? Yeah, so like but, that soul in the blood thing. You yeah. can't disprove that either. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. It could be true. Well, how do you guys feel about souls? I read a book. (laughs) (laughs) Go for it. My soul was crushed because it told me that I had no soul. And I could see the argument that this is the Hariri book. Um, Oh, Yuval Noah Harari? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Homo sapiens? Homo deus? Homo deus. Yeah, yeah. The black one. So yeah, recommend both books. They're so good. Yeah, it is good. So you don't have a soul. Yeah. Because if animals don't have souls. Yeah. Why do you have a soul? Yeah. At what point did it's a chicken and the egg? Yeah. Chicken and the egg argument. Who said animals don't have souls? All right. By saying we all evolved. Yeah. Yeah. 
if you believe in Charles Darwin's theory yeah, of yeah. evolution, oh yeah, we evolved from like apes. Yeah, yeah. apes evolved into us, or we had a common ancestor, and it evolved yeah, yeah, into yeah. us. And if you say that animals don't have souls, yeah, which we take. We, that's the that's the I don't know standard about, position. I don't know about that. I think some Definitely people not. believe animals have souls. I oh, okay, okay. How far do you go back then? Does this amoeba that's growing on this table have a soul? Yes. Because it's see, convenient for you to I believe because you want to believe you I have don't a soul. In the soul I, I want to be the amoeba. No, I mean you want to believe you have a soul, so you're gonna believe that this phytoplankton. Or this plankton growing in the ocean also has a soul. Yeah. And that's, I think that's a far fetch. The main reason why I believe we all have souls is because every life is important. That's why I believe every, even that amoeba has a soul. I know that that really? plankton, I like know that plankton that, is important. That though. mushroom <laughs> has a soul? Yes. That what? fucking mushroom might not be like that one mushroom, it could be like, this patch of mushrooms—they <laughs> share what? one soul. Okay, like okay, so I, I'm not big on the soul thing. I don't really yeah. care for the, soul, the concept of the soul because why did you bring it up? Well, because it's no, because something it's... that other people believe in, and it's such a huge thing. I mean, look at like yeah. the discussion it's here. It's really polarizing, yeah. and yeah. I think it's because a great discussion. What? Yeah, at what point is there a soul? Like, it, because we're like a collection of cells, right? And half of your body's cells aren't even part of your body is just like other bacteria does all of that have souls inside of you so there's like millions of souls yeah in your soul what does that mean it's what does that mean you're all living together <laughs> are yeah. we are we one soul yeah no but i guess the question is it's tough to believe that we don't have a soul because this soul gives our life meaning right because after you after you die you will persist in some way and we want to believe it persists in some way through a soul that that's removed from the physical body. Mm. That's what that's what a belief in the soul stands for. It stands for meaning in life in in, in some other form, right? Mm. I think so. Yeah, it's and I guess the argument is what generates the soul then. Yeah, I, and, and so and what's the benefit? Like, what's the evolutionary benefit of developing a soul? Why would evolutionary benefit? What wait? If you're thinking about it, Charles Darwin was or well, okay. The reason why we have any sort of feature is because of evolution, right? Mm. If you believe, if you believe in evolution, which I'm pretty sure we all do, mm. then like eyes and ears and shit, everything develops to help you survive or like some sort of benefit, right? Right. What would be the benefit of life developing a soul? Well, uh, like, so okay, so what I think is. Yeah. The Charles Darwin thing and all that sort of stuff yeah. is a result right. or a means to an end. Okay. Whereas right. the soul itself is P immortal. Well, it, it's kind of like outside of the uh, same. Yeah, outside. It's, it's yeah. Not the same removed, frame of reference. Removed, removed from, from science. From I, I, know, I know your argument. It's removed yeah. from reality in a sense. Like this is what we're yeah. living right now. Mm. Your soul is experiencing yeah. this right now. My soul is experiencing this right now. Mm. Ian's is... But this doesn't matter. Like it's it's different. Yeah, it's, from it's belief. The reality it's of yeah. it's belief. It's I, what I think. I, this is a question of belief. Yeah. And because most people would separate spirituality and science, mm. I think it's. I guess I guess, like, on this topic, we could talk about consciousness, right? 
because yeah. do you believe that <laughs> <just> <laughs> unconscious, <laughs> unconscious living things have a soul? We don't. Yes. We don't have an explanation. <laughs> yes. That makes sense. We don't have a question. But how do you know they're unconscious? This is the other question. Wait. Okay, so if they're conscious, right? Yeah. Okay, so, so let's, let's, say, let's say plants are conscious. Let's say a lettuce is conscious. Yeah, lettuce. Do you feel bad munching into that lettuce <laughs> if it's conscious? <laughs> That's what you're... This is what your beliefs lead to. Like, this is the it does, question. <laughs> if I can't answer, I don't want to believe it. Because, like, like so there's right. too many questions that are just, like... More questions than yeah, answers. It's yeah. more questions than answers, so there's no comfort for me. That's why I don't believe in the soul. <laughs> because have you ever thought about that? I have thought about that. Okay, then what's, what do you think? I don't feel bad. Yeah. I probably should, but... But why should you feel bad? Well, because I believe there's a soul there, and... But I don't know if it feels pain, firstly. That's and secondly, I don't want to waste that lettuce because I know it's died to provide for someone that's going to eat it. Right. It kind of comes down to, well, for me, it's more practical. Yeah. Don't fucking waste your food because it's dead for you. Yeah. I think, mm. all right, all right. All right. I think the, this, question, this discussion about a soul is just something we won't move on. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot. Of <laughs> there's a lot we can cover. Yeah. Huh? There's a lot of things we can cover. Yeah, yeah but it's a very, it's a very. <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's a it, deep hole we can go into. It's a deep hole. Yeah, and we well. have to tolerate our beliefs. Mm, yeah, it's fun, so. fun discussion. <laughs> <laughs> okay, 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 so if a Michael's not satisfied, <laughs> just, just like okay, just, just, just a quick one, just a, yeah. quick, a quick one on the song. <laughs> You guys no, don't okay, believe okay. in reincarnation, do you? Wait, define reincarnation. So that, that would be, I guess, like the soul going from one body to another or something. Like you die in one body and then it's the soul's in a different body. And you Oh, I kinda do believe in it. What? Like I don't mind if I if it's not real, but I kind of think it's believable. Alright. So where do all these souls come from then, right? Because if reincarnation is oh, real, where God. do they fucking come from? If, <laughs> if we started in a primordial soup or something, there was only a certain number of cells in that soup, and now there's fucking life everywhere. Well, how do you know there's only a certain number of cells in that soup? Because physically, how many cells could be in that one area, right? That's the problem, you're thinking about it physically. Yeah, like, oh, uh, this, is, this is a question that won't Think be answered. An infinite number of souls in the beginning. Okay. And where do and they then, can I, can I, they fucking like issues? I wish Morgan was here. <laughs> I really wish. <laughs> if he was here, I'd be like poking into him. <laughs> yeah. Put all these questions at him because because yeah. Morgan's the only religious one in our podcast. Mm. So, but um, now we know. Yeah. <laughs> no. We have to accept each other's beliefs. I think it's yeah. one of these. Yeah, yeah, okay. Alright. <laughs> and also, it's kind of cool to believe these things. Like, is, it, is it cool to believe in souls? I feel like it's I, better... I remember when I f- discovered reincarnation, I thought it was cool. I, think it's I cool. feel like reincarnation is so crap. Like, so bullshit. Yeah, so... Like, like, I mean, it, it, is, it is crap because... The, it's Life is suffering, like... Yeah, it's just terrible if... <laughs> You're currently reincarnated. Oh, so, so life is suffering is like a is that a Buddhist? Is yeah, that's that's a yeah. Buddhist doctrine. Um, 
like life is suffering and you're forever on this wheel. Yeah. And uh, once you're enlightened, you don't you remove get you, back into the circle of life, right? Yeah, you're yeah. nirvana. Yeah, you step away from the wheel. But yeah, like life is nice as well. It's good shit. Life, you know how Buddhism like came about. Yeah, when life is hard. (laughs) When life is hard, Buddhism came about because people needed something to believe in. Yeah, to alleviate those pressures in life. Yes, and I think we're coming to a point in society where, like, I don't need that. Yeah, that's why. Mm. That's why Western thought yeah, doesn't yeah. subscribe to religions I mean the religions as they are are artifacts from before that's what I believe mm. yeah but but we, that's because we've taken all the good bits from religion we've taken the morality from religion people like yeah and that's what we were saying before about etiquette right you, we're just taking the good things mm. and like merging it. yeah yeah <laughs> we merging it, the merging it into parts. a more efficient more comfortable more like convenient thing to believe in, right? And I think reincarnation is one of the things you just <laughs> just saying out of here. Yeah, man. Souls out of here. I think that's so crazy what we've like settled on today. <laughs> yeah. Convenience, comfort, and culture. And culture. The <laughs> triple C. I like it. Yeah. Oh man. Do you guys okay? Do you guys know the two songs, the horses and? Search it up. Yeah, and have you listened to them both? So, like, had uh, you heard them before and you just forgot the name? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, I, yeah. I know the songs, but I don't. I, I don't like, have don't a. Care. I don't have a solid position. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't have a, right. I'm just like. Well, then. well it would have been fun, but I don't have that like really strong position on it. But which one though? I would say. I would say the your horses. Them. I would say your horses. voice. What? 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 Why? <laughs> what? The horses? The horses. horses. You're the voice is way more uplifting. Well, what? Like, what does it represent? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> it's just the way it sounds, right? If you were going to play one for a group, the like you're the voice would bring but out the bring horses. Out the horses are like sounds. the Australian Brumbies, right? That they're sing, being sung about. Wait, is it? I'm, 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 I'm just like, thinking about horses then. Okay. All right. That's Australian. What is the voice? So you're saying Australians don't have a voice? Like, <laughs> how can that not be Australian? Like, uh, I'm going. I'm going uh, horses because it's the better song. Horses sounds more real. Like, it's a thing you're singing about. Horses. Voice? Voice? Yeah, yeah. Voices are real. What are you saying, man? Horses are generic. What? Voices are fucking generic. But then you, you said that horses are more real than voices. I don't think you said So fucking funny. Oh, you know what I was gonna answer for like, what's something you believe in but you can't prove? Yeah. I forgot. My original, my original answer was techno is the best. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know it, but I can't prove it, so. <laughs> 
good episode. <laughs> yeah. such a okay, good Okay, look, stuff. look. The first line of You're the Voice is we have the chance to turn the pages over. We can write what we want to write. That's Australian history. Like, we got a fucked up history and, like, we started out as convicts and shit. Or, well, like, the white people started out as convicts. Like, I'm not gonna look up the list. Yeah, so, awesome. so, Australian, there you go. First two lines. Mate, that is like a propaganda <laughs> against the stolen generation. <laughs> I don't endorse that shit. Oh my God. We're all someone's daughter, we're all someone's son. We will fly way up high <laughs> where the cold wind blows. Okay, that's generic. <laughs> <laughs> But it's a two to one, so I'm afraid you lose. Sorry, mate. Horses yeah, sorry, lose. You lose. It's a democratic situation. Sorry. <laughs> Good night. Hmm. Okay. Well. No. Convince me. Convince me that the horses is better than all the <laughs> If you if you were going, to, I mean, I'm even sorry. just even just the name of the artist, right? Who sounds more Australian? If John Farnham, <laughs> definitely more Australian. Daryl. Daryl. Wait. Wait. I'm sorry, Trump became president. You just have to like accept those results. <laughs> <laughs> the popular vote doesn't matter. It doesn't decide the winner if we're talking about that. <laughs> oh man. See democracy is a tough, tough pill to swallow, but it just sounds good. It just sounds better. Your the voice sounds good. Your the voice sounds better. Hundred percent is it's it's way more like this is a different strokes for different folks <laughs> argument. This is a you do you yeah, moment. Yeah. All right. To finish off this episode, let's talk about recommendations on beliefs. All right. So I've got a religion that I recommend. Just down the road, there's a church. It's the big white Mormon church. It's the <laughs> Come on, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> the Church of Latter day Saints. Church of Latter day Saints. Church of Latter day Saints. Like Jesus Christ Church of Latter day Saints. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I I would recommend going to churches or like any sort of spiritual place. And even though I'm not spiritual, I'm not uh, churchy. I guess I'm not religious. That's what I was looking for. Um, it's interesting to learn about like what people believe and how it affects their lives. Like that's uh, true. I went to like you know, when you go overseas, you go to temples and stuff. You talk to some people yeah. who believe whatever, and it's interesting to learn how it affects their lives and what they actually believe in. Like some of the interesting things. Also, some of those places have really nice food. Like there's a place down <laughs> south, this like Indian temple, and they do. Like really nice South Indian food. I think it's South Indian food, okay. and they, it's like for everyone to come and enjoy. Oh so. man, do you know what they believe in? I forgot. <laughs> they believe in making good food. That's what I know. Or <laughs> right, I'm gonna have to um, take a step out of this room and um, say a few prayers um, for the falafel, the chickpea souls that we're about to eat now. So. All right, so while Leo's thanking the chickpea souls, we're going to have to end the episode here. Thanks for listening.